This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD or Compass. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call 800-339-9252 or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio section of the page. You can check out past shows. You could subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions, set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting, or even to give us ideas for future shows. Now, the Horizon folks can tell us a lot about what's coming. Now, on a warm summer night, you can look out at the horizon, see if a storm's brewing. When you're behind the wheel, you can keep your eyes on the horizon for signs of trouble. But we can also benefit from a time horizon in which we set a financial goal on the distant horizon and then craft a financial strategy that keeps our eyes firmly fixed on that point. As we head toward our financial horizon, we can make some strategy adjustments designed to help keep us moving forward with precision and confidence. So on today's episode, we're going to discuss financial time horizons in greater detail with a particular emphasis on how they can help you define your goals. But before we get any further into today's topic, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, the guy who is on the horizon, not just the horizon. He's two stars to the left. You go straight on till dawn. (laughs) Tony, how you doing? Oh, Matt, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's a Peter Pan reference. As usual. Um, no, I just mean with the whole financial time horizon thing, I have uh, no idea. Or um, just everything. <laughs> but I read a lot of science fiction and is the, is a time horizon, anything like an event horizon? Because that's a term used in a lot of sci-fi uh, novels and movies that I've seen. Uh, yeah, you're going to have to translate from nerd to English to me. Could you... <laughs> the event horizon. No, All right. I know. I'm just teasing. So, uh, it's anyway. similar. Yeah, sure. It's similar. Sure. Well, I mean, this reminds me of a Franklin Roosevelt quote I heard years ago. Uh, I mean, not in person, but I read it somewhere. I'm not, <laughs> not that quite old. that old. Not Come quite. Uh, he said, we have always held the hope, the belief, and the conviction that there's a better life, a better world beyond the horizon oh. at Matt Brunner's house. <laughs> I added the at Matt Brunner's house. but And Hunter S. Thompson once said, call on God, but row away from the rocks, which mm. I like that quote even better. But um, well, have I you heard they, either of those quotes before, Matt? Well, I, I'm surprised I don't know the Hunter S. Thompson one. I'm less surprised I don't know the Roosevelt quote, but I like them both. Sure. And uh, I think they both have pretty good parallels in the world of financial sure. services and strategies, right? So right. Um, one of the goals of a financial strategy is to build the kind of retirement nest egg that may help you live that better life. So yeah, you don't want to row towards those rocks. That's for right. sure. That's sure. And, uh, but, well, let's just, let's take a quick second here 
to define some term here, uh, the investment time horizon. Investopedia always does such a great job of breaking things down to the simplest of terms. I can't tell you, like, I, I just keep like a list of them for when I'm offline for people who are, what's this? I, I realize I'll probably ramble and tell you way too much. Here's a very concise definition. Investopedia has got a great one for this. An investment time horizon or just time horizon is the period of time one expects to hold an investment until they need the money back. Now, specific time horizons are generally built around your goals. For example, you know, if you want to save enough money for the down payment on your first home within the next few years, that would be a short-term horizon. Uh, if you have a child and want to begin saving for their college education, that might be a medium-term time horizon, depending on how old the kid is. And if you're relatively early in your career, but you want to begin saving now for retirement, that would be a long-term time horizon. Well, yeah. And I think those examples are really good, Matt. So what does the article say about investing within those three horizons you just mentioned? Okay. So investments are often broken down into two categories for most people as stocks and bonds, right? The ownership of company or the lending of money to a company. Now, stocks are considered riskier. Bonds are generally considered less risky. Again, that depends on how you're defining risk, but the longer the time horizon, the more aggressive you and your financial services professional may want to consider being uh, because you have time to ride out peaks and valleys. Now, if you need a shorter term time horizon for a goal, you and your professional will likely want to consider playing things a little bit more conservatively by embracing options that come with less risk for those nearer term events. Well, yeah, there you go. And so obviously it makes a difference. Uh, obviously people with short-term horizons are going to do things differently than somebody with a long-term. So when it comes to that short-term horizon, what kind of investments are we talking about? Okay. Short-term horizons are generally built around investments that you expect to last five years or less. Now, these are investments are often geared towards people who are nearing retirement or who may need a significant chunk of money sooner rather than later. And when I say nearing retirement, let's also, we can even kind of break that down a little bit. Nearing retirement who haven't been employing a really robust strategy from since early on. So sometimes folks don't have to change their, uh, their horizon if they've planned and, and invested properly their entire life. But, um, the short term is sooner than later. And, you know, as Investopedia, they note there some of the things that and some of the same things I would say money market funds, savings accounts, uh, certificates of deposit, CDs, uh, short term bonds. Those are considered options for short term investments because you can more easily liquidate them into cash. So cash or cash alternatives. Yeah. Cash is king sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> right. Well, and, and those are good examples. I mean, obviously, short-term investing, there are some options there. That's good to know. A lot of the investing that people think about when they think about investments and finance uh, are long-term. And, and hopefully, the number of options people have for short-term horizons uh, remind them that, hey, even though you might be near the end of your career or closer to retirement, you still have opportunities. So what are some of the options for a medium term investment horizon? Great question. Uh, those would include investments you intend to hold on for roughly three years to a decade. So you can see there's some kind of, you know, crossover, something mm -hmm. we can say five years, years or less. And now this is three to 10. Um, but you might want to think about things for like, you know, saving for college or a wedding or a first home. 
And as you probably guess, medium term investments, they try and find that happy balance between high and low risk assets. Uh, they might include combinations of stocks and bonds that are seeking to do some protection of your principal and your wealth without losing value because of inflation, uh, inflation, because of inflation as well. One of the very serious topics that we're dealing with right in sure. our current situation and that somehow I couldn't say properly. Well, it sounds serious, but uh, it, it sounds funnier when you say flation because yeah. I've, <laughs> I've never heard of flation, but uh <laughs> We'll have to do a whole show on that. Well, we've been calling it since way back, Tony. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Typically, we talk about inflation, but if you want to talk about flation, I'm I'm all for it. It's what the uh, cool kids are saying. It's what all the cool kids are talking about. <laughs> uh, okay, so now that brings us to the one everybody's been waiting for, long-term horizon. What's the scoop with a long-term horizon? Okay, so this one, investments that you're going to want to hold on to for 10, 20, or even longer. 10, 20 years longer than that. Uh, with the long term, 10 minutes tops. <laughs> with the long term horizon, common goal might be to help you build income for retirement. That's one of the biggest ones for that. But if you have a number of years before you reach that marker, you know, you and your financial pro may have enough time to be strategically aggressive. Ah, okay. A little strategery. I strategery. love <laughs> I, I love it. So now you've broken down short, medium, and long-term investment horizons, but tell us why you think these horizons are an important part of a financial strategy. Why are we even talking about these today, Matt? Well, you know, we talk about them in different things. Maybe you've heard before like bucket strategies or, sure. you know, you talk about red, yellow, and green, the traffic light things. Um, you know, what they, what some of these different concepts help you do is visualize really what it is you're looking to achieve. They help you stay on track. You know, a horizon can serve as your guide as you choose what kind of investment products fits your needs and goals. So as your horizon changes, you'll likely have an easier time adjusting your broader financial strategy. Right. There you go. Uh, that makes perfect sense. And I think that's so important. Let's let our listeners know. I'm sure they have some questions or want to make sure that they are uh, really invested. Uh, in a way that's accurate for their own personal time horizon, how can they get a hold of you to set up that uh, strategy session? Sure, it's simple. Give us a call, 800-339-9252, or visit us online to request an appointment at compass-ltd.com. All right, sounds good. Well, let's keep things rolling. You've been talking about investment time horizons, how they help us achieve various financial goals depending on where we're at. And you broke down the short, medium, and long term. Uh, and, you know, I had heard actually about investment time horizons before, but this is really uh, bringing them into focus. So what do you have for us next? Okay. So the Investopedia article, what is an investment time horizon? I, they do a really great job breaking down investment horizons and risk. So I want to focus next on that. Now, many of our listeners likely already know any type of investment comes with a certain amount of risk and that risk sure. should be factored into your financial strategy. You know, businesses often fail and sometimes borrowers default and even investment that seems rock solid can take a beating during a market downturn. When it comes to assessing investment risk, I certainly, I've said it a thousand times before, I'll say it a thousand times again, work with a financial services professional, specifically if you can, one that has a fiduciary responsibility to you. If you aren't already, it is one of the best moves you can make. 
Well, sure. You have to look at your risk. And we've talked a lot on previous shows about risk management, and you've really laid that out for us before. And I think it's important to uh, talk about that again. And you said, uh, you know, uh, f- people's finances can take a beating during a market downturn. But I mean, when would we have one of those? I mean, right. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, mean, we're not going to see a market. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, with as a student of history, we see them all the time. Yeah, that's true. So here's the thing. It is a reason to be concerned if you haven't planned properly, if you right. haven't put your things in a row, if you haven't paid attention to things like time horizons or your allocation, or your diversification or your attitudes towards risk. Um, if you have, this is an incredibly uncomfortable time for a lot of people because right. uh, if you haven't done those things yet, you've probably taken a massive hit. Yeah. And I mean, I have no doubt that a lot of our listeners out there probably worry about their assets and risk. Yeah. Cause most of my clients are relaxed. Yeah. Because right? they have but, a plan. Yeah, right? But there's people that don't, and even, you know, listen, no matter what I, I can't, I shouldn't say, I say that kind of glibly, even, even my clients who've been doing this and understand these things, you're still going to be nervous. It's an absolutely, totally normal human emotion. Sure. Doing irrational things because of it is not. So that's when you want to get, reach out to your advisor. You know, if they're hiding from you, find a new advisor during these times, you know, but they should be available to you, especially during times like this. Now, back to this risk thing. When you hear about different types of risk, think carefully about how each would fit into your unique time horizon. You know, the first one, inflationary risk. Again, we we were calling it inflation earlier. Let's stick with the precise definition now, inflation risk. It's certainly one that's dominated the news for several weeks now, uh, maybe longer, depending on, you know, who you like and who you don't, what stations you look at, gas prices, food prices, building costs. You know, it seems like the cost of everything is going up, up, up. As Investopedia notes, bonds are especially vulnerable to inflation because coupon rates are usually fixed. So when there's a jump in inflation, it has the potential to eat away at expected gains from an investment. The article also notes that it may be possible to reduce some inflationary risk by usually utilizing, you know, let's say something like treasure, treasury inflation protected securities. There, you'd see them acronymed as TIPS. If you're unfamiliar with those, it's a great topic to discuss with your pro, your financial pro. TIPS aren't risk-free. Uh, like with conventional bonds, tips do come with an interest rate risk, but it's a good, it's a good thing to think about in relationship to just some other very low risk investments at this point. Sure. Sure. And you know what? I was going to give you a hard time, Matt, because Hey, flation isn't a word, but it actually is. I looked it up. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> flation, uh, it means uncountable or distortions of area differences in the areas of objects on a map compared to true scale flation. I don't know. So fine, fine, <laughs> financial inflation. We can, we'll try and coin a new word by the end of the, the show. The distortion huh? of an area of finance, I guess. Inflation. Yeah, just inflation. Uh, but hey, I'm glad we're talking about risk. Obviously, uh, it's important. And, you know, um, the, you, you mentioned bonds as well. And that's interesting because I don't think you can go to a, a news site right now, especially the financial news, without seeing a number of articles about inflation and bonds and things like that. Mm. Uh, this is uh, top of mind for most people out there right now. Yeah, it is. Uh, another thing that should be top of mind is interest rate risk. 
This is ah. simply the possibility of an unexpected interest rate increase that could also chip away at investment gains. And we hear all these rumblings about, you know, these scheduled rate increases. As with inflationary risk, it's often a particular worry for fixed income securities like bonds. Again, why you want to work with a financial pro to yep. make sure that you have all your stuff in the right places so that when some of these things like inflation happens, it doesn't completely derail your retirement plans. Yeah. And when those interest rates grow up, go up, I mean, the the Fed has uh, raised the rates already and they, they're talking about raising them, them more and more. So uh, you see a lot of uh, information about that out there. Mm-hmm. And and I've seen a number of news stories, Matt, about businesses going under, like, you know, your beloved mom and pop restaurants. A lot of times these days have gone under, but it could also be a fairly large business or, or company. So where does that situation fit into all of this? OK, so that would be a great example of business risk. And it's certainly another element that investors need to be aware of, you know, as the name of it alone makes clear. Business risk is simply the possibility that a company might collapse or go broke. That Thus, it causes the value of its stocks and its bonds to crater. And while you don't need an MBA to understand that any company can go broke, you may be able to provide yourself with some degree of information by researching the history and business plans of the companies you're considering investing in. Also, consider not putting too many eggs in one corporate basket. I believe in the value of a diversified portfolio. I like ownership in things that spread that risk out over a lot of areas rather than overweighting any one particular company whenever possible. I, you're right. And that's probably why I've been seeing a lot of these articles in the news. Uh, you're right. Business risk. And I think that people believe that, hey, because of technology, our society and our economy are changing constantly. So it strikes me that diversification is the way to go then. Allocation and diversification are generally the name of the game, yep. right? Uh, yep. You know, and here's another one, but default risk. It's another important element outside of your time horizon that you should be aware of. Now, that's the possibility that a borrower won't be able to pay what they owe. Generally, this applies to bond issuers, but it's possible that it may also impact other debt-based securities. As the article explains, you may be able to shrink some of your exposure to default risk by working with your financial services professional to find maybe some other uh, forms of income or or return that maybe are not as uh, risk sensitive, but um, or at least default risk sensitive. Sure. So, and we might as well talk about since you're talking about risk. What about market risk? Well, that lives all the time everywhere, right? And it's right. actually the next and final piece that they do in there. In its simplest terms, it's the possibility that an investment could be harmed by speculative behavior, market crashes, significant world events. Sometimes, though, market risk is just there from insignificant world events and things True. just tumble for a little bit. Yeah. Now, markets historically trend up over time. At least they always have. Right. There's no way to guarantee they're always going to. But with history as our guide, market risk is often more of a threat to both short and medium term financial horizons. Rather than the long term, typically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to put you on the spot and ask you to tell us uh, what should be considered when figuring out what your financial time horizon is in your experience. How do we figure that out? Well, I'm going to answer it like a politician. How's that sound? Uh, and say, it's unique to everyone. There's no one particular solution, sure. but it's true. 
um, that I, 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 I wish I could say it in a different way, but everyone's financial horizon, like any other part of their overall financial strategy is specific to them. You know, it's one of the things you might just want to think of is, you know, interest compounds exponentially. So a more distant financial time horizon may present the opportunity to create larger profits than either short or medium horizons. And that's why it's so important to begin saving for retirement as early as possible. Remember, even saving a little today could see outstanding returns if it has a couple decades to grow. There you go. Well, I think this has been a great conversation. I think time horizons obviously are important, but it sounds like they can also be a little tricky, Matt. You've talked about financial services professionals. We've mentioned them during the show, but I, I want to state again that clearly an experienced financial services professional like yourself and, and those at your firm can help people define their ideal time horizon. And, you know, in order to put that into a broader financial strategy, uh, it's important not to go it alone. Get an advocate in your corner, correct? Absolutely. And, you know, I th- if you've ever driven anywhere in the Midwest, you know the horizon can be a li- kind of a particularly tricky thing. Sure. You know, when you're driving across Kansas, it y- that silo looks like it should be there in 20 minutes, and it's an hour and a half away. Yeah, because and, it's so flat. Yeah, so... And that's, you know, almost perfect driving conditions, just a flat, straight road, right? But then as you get closer to the mountains, you see different things, the perspective starts to change. You got to remember, this is all about perspective. Sometimes you think you're never going to be able to retire and you might be able to retire sooner than expected, or the converse might be true. Maybe you think you're going to retire at 52, but you really can't retire until you're 67, Right. If you want to have the particular lifestyle that you're saying you want to have, find an advisor that's willing to tell you the truth in either one of those two things. Right. That's going to help you work through. Okay, Hey, guess what? It's better than you thought or the tougher conversation. And this is where I think a good advisor does their job. Things aren't the way you think they're going to go. This is what we can do to help you get there. How do we do this? This is the plan we can help you put in place. These are the steps you have to take to get there. And they do the hard work of helping you through that kind of uncomfortable time, adjusting it. And again, you don't, they don't, there's, there's not always a cure. If you're not willing to say, okay, I see that, that the, that silo is way further away than I thought it was. I thought it was just 20 minutes down the road. It's an hour and a half down the road. All right. I'm going to need a different amount of gas. Going to need different things to get there. Right. So working together, find a financial pro. And that's why I say it's so important to find a fiduciary, one who's going to help make those decisions and that, and those suggestions and give you that advice in your best interest, not theirs. I think that's great. And Matt, that's where we're going to wrap up the show. But before we go, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you if they have any questions or want to get that plan in place. Sure. Give us a call. That's the easiest way, in my opinion. 800-339-9252. But some people like using the internet.com. And if that's the case, go to compass-ltd.com. And you can scroll down to say, you know, request an appointment. Now there's a little thing to fill out on the, on the site. Someone will reach back out to you and that's the next easiest way or easiest way, depending on how you look at it. All right. That sounds great. Thank you so much. And listeners that does it for today's episode of the financial compass with our host, Matt Brunner. Thank you for listening to the financial compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. 
For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. A registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities LLC and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.